Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to the Art of Decluttering. I am Kirsty Frugia. And I am Amy Ravel. And we are just so thrilled to be in your ears today. So thrilled, in fact, that we thought we'd give you an extra 30% joy by bringing in a guest. Today, we have one of our friends and fellow professional organizers, Jess Gim, with us. We're going to get Jess to introduce herself a bit. But Kirst, why did we want Jess to come on the podcast? Because she's amazing. And we think the sun shines out of her. She also uh, put her hand up to do it. And did she win something at one of our like at at our live event? Yeah, it was at our live event. We were um, giving away the chance for someone to come and be on the podcast. And Jess said, can I be on it? And I was like, you absolutely can. All you need to do is ask. And she asked. And she she shad received. I'm not sure shad is a word in the English language. She has also been following, you'll hear more of her story, but she's interacted with the art of decluttering for a long time. So let's get in and hear her story um, and you'll see why we've got her on the podcast because she's flipping amazing. (laughs) Jess, tell us a bit about you. Tell us the Jess Gim story. Hi, guys. Um, Yeah, my name's Jess. Um, I'm a mum of three kids. I'm married and I live out in central Queensland. Um, I first come across you guys uh, when we moved house one of our many times. This one was move, I think, number seven. Um, And we just moved 14 hours from Mount Isa back to Claremont and we were settling into this new home, a new life. So we were in mines too, working on farm. And it was just a really big change for us. And we were setting up our house. Um, I'd lived in it. We'd lived in that house for like six months by this time. And nothing seemed to work. Nothing seemed to flow in this house. And I thought, oh, it's definitely just the house. <laughs> Can't possibly be me and my stuff. But then I really um, got into my wardrobe one day because I couldn't couldn't uh, put my clean clothes away because I had no room in there. So um, and I'd heard on the grapevine this thing called podcast. 
So I download the app on my phone and I'm searching through it and I Google, uh, sorry, not Google, I searched organizing and decluttering and you guys came up. And the first one that I saw was wardrobes. And I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. So listen to the first wardrobe one you guys did. Um, got hooked and listened to the second wardrobe one because I'm pretty sure there's two. And just went to town on my wardrobe. And I was like, this is so freeing. Like, this is the best thing ever. But the big takeaway I took from those first episodes that I listened to was you guys said in it, you guys said that you gave permission for me to throw things away or to, to declutter. Um, and I'd grown up and in that mentality, well, yes and no, but at the time my mentality was, I worked super hard and I've always worked even when having kids. I've worked so hard for my money and I use my money to buy my things. So therefore I must keep everything like I must keep it all, even though we'd moved a lot of times. So yeah, so that gave me the permission to let go of things. And I started off with my wardrobe and I remember I had a dress there from my brother's wedding and he'd got married like four years before, four or five years before, might even been longer than that. And I still had it and I'd literally only worn it to his wedding. Um, and I looked at it and I thought, I'm not going to wear this dress again. It's fluoro pink, like, nope. <laughs> so I put it in a bag and that was the start of it. And I just started going through stuff that, stuff that I'd had for years, stuff that I actually didn't wear and that sort of thing. So um, did all that by myself and and started out and, um, yeah, it's where I started. Then like literally the next day I was like, oh, my God, there's more episodes and there's more rooms. And I, then I started my kitchen and I went through and you know, like my favourite favorite thing from that episode was like your two-move rule, like being able to not stack things up so that you could get it out in two moves. And I still use that with my clients now. So anyways, I binged every episode I could, but at the time you guys had only recorded about eight. So that didn't take me long. Um, <laughs> You're an early so adopter, um, aren't you? Yes, yes. I've been with you guys since about 2017. So I just kept listening every week when something coming out and I was like, this is gold. This is so good. Like, why aren't we taught this when we're younger? Um, and yeah, so I just kept going. And at the time I'd just taken on a new business as a bus operator. Um, and two weeks after I took on that, we actually moved house again. So we'd only been in that one house for 11 months. So we moved by this time I'd actually decluttered quite a lot. What I thought was quite a lot. Um, we moved house in four days from go to way, um, which was insane, but we did it. Um, but it was a lot easier even than moving from before when we did it before and we had a month to do it because we decluttered and because I knew where everything was. Um, and then we lived in that house for two and a half years and then we've moved to Claremont and then now we're moving again at the end of this month. But um, but what I did when, when we moved from that first house um, after I decluttered, we, I really got onto your Facebook page, onto your community and really just absorbed that as much as I could. I was just thirsty for knowledge. So I got on and just everything I could and Google decluttering. I was like, this is the best. This is making me feel so good. But then um, I had my third child at the June 2018 and the joys of having a baby in your house. Um, I actually had less stuff with her than I ever did with both my boy, my older boys. Um, but yeah, it was very overwhelming because I still was, I was driving a school bus full time from when she was 
or before while I was pregnant. And then when she was three and a half weeks old, she came on the bus with me. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so driving the bus yesterday, um, Monday to Friday, and still trying to run a household. And then you guys, um, the course I'd seen had been up once or twice before and this time I was like no I really need this help this is gonna make the difference I didn't actually have the money for it only had about half the money for it um and I think I had like before the cutoff for the discount and I was like no I'm gonna make this happen this is so worth it it's gonna make a big difference and I actually gathered up things in my house and things that we didn't need anymore things that um, that I decluttered and I put them on Facebook the marketplace got the rest of the money in about 24 hours and um, signed up for the course and it was the best money well spent for the head heart and home course then that went over the how many weeks it goes for made a huge difference my house just flowed so much better and it's not like you do your whole house in those few weeks it's just those habits and it's everything that you teach in it and it's so good and I went from being very flustered with three kids to being able to get them up and out the door by 6.30 in the morning um, to drive up to the school to get on my school bus and do that. And when I left in the morning, like I know I went from being very frazzled and yelling at my kids <laughs> to being able to get them up, dressed, fed, ready for school. My kitchen was clean. My house was tidy and out by 6.30 and I did not yell at my kids. I didn't feel flustered. I just knew where everything was. The kids knew everything was. I was organised the night before. And that was the biggest light bulb moment. I remember coming back from the morning run and my house was tidy and my kids were at school and I'd accomplished something that I'd never accomplished before. And yeah, that was the biggest moment for me. So, yeah. Are you crying, Kirst? Because I'm, I'm holding back the tears. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kirst. No, like the fact that you've made me cry as well. This <laughs> is why we do what we do. Yeah. You are why we do what we do, Jess. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. But the community from the Head, Heart and Home course is just the next level. Like, yeah, our decluttering community on Facebook is amazing. But that Head, Heart and Home community is like another one. It's like people are putting up their before and after photos or their questions or how it's impacted them. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like, that's what it really does. And it's so good. Like, I, yeah, I harp onto it people all the time. <laughs> but yeah, so then from there, um, I just love doing it. I love the freeing feeling for myself. Um, and then my best friend, I was talking to her one day and she I was like, what are you up to today? And she said, oh, I've got to get into this office of mine. It's driving me insane. So I said, well, actually, I know a few tips and tricks I could come and help you. So I just came over as a friend and we smashed through this office in 60 hours it took us. But we went through every single item in that office and totally transformed it. And we took out six black garbage bags of stuff. We actually ended up getting rid of a filing cabinet that she didn't use anymore um, and boxes of paperwork. And she's actually totally transformed, like got rid of the old desk. I said, well, maybe we could do a better desk. It would suit in this space. And, yeah, so transformed her office and she was eternally grateful um, and then about a week or two later, my mum said, I need my shipping containers doing my head in. And I said, well, I'll come help you do that. And 12 hours over two days, 
we totally transformed this shipping container and had a whole trainer, a trailer, that's a big long trailer full of stuff to go to the dump and, and stuff to take to other people and donate and everything. And now it is categorized and organized. And my mum, that was a year and a half ago. And it's still like that. My mum's able to keep it up and keep those systems in place. And I was like, I really like doing this <laughs> and seeing the transformation in other people and how freeing it is and, and that look on their face when I finished. So I, um, I started my own little Facebook page after much encouragement from my bestie that I helped with the office. And yeah, started from there and, and people started asking me to help them. So I did. And now, so you have a thriving business in a tiny little town in, in yes. Queensland. It's just amazing. So tell us what your business name is. Tell us, give it a plug. It's called Manage Mayhem Professional Organiser and we're located in Claremont in central Queensland, but I service, um, I've had clients in Mackay and Emerald, Capella, which are all like three, like one to three hours away from where I am. And I've had quite a lot of um, clients in Claremont as well and I absolutely love it just as much now as I did the first few times. So, Just tell us what it's like being a professional organiser, going from listening to two strangers on a podcast in 2017 to in 2019 starting your own professional organizing business what's it like what did you expect that's different what's the same what's the best bit tell us all the things um being a professional organizer is well for me as a person I just at my core I love helping people um and I knew I always wanted to help people and I just kind of never really found the way to do it that suited me um and this is the way to do it because as someone doing it myself, um, it is freeing for me, but it is, I noticed how hard it was. Like even the course helped a lot and having you ladies there really helped. Um, but I understood the overwhelm and how hard it is to do it by yourself. And I thought, well, if I can help someone not have that feeling um, and achieve what they want to achieve and not just have to put it on the back burner and then like that's what I want to do and so I go into people's places and and they are overwhelmed you guys know this and they're like oh they're really nervous about having you in there um but you go in and and immediately most of my clients are at ease and we go through the house and and we sort out what they want to do and everything and and it's just normalizing that there's a lot of people like this I feel like a lot of people feel like they're alone and everyone else's house looks like Pinterest and theirs doesn't and that there must be something wrong with them (laughs) and there isn't and I just kind of go in and and yeah being able to help people through that process of decluttering and giving them permission like you guys did for me like giving them permission to let things go just because you bought it with your money the money's gone now like is this adding value to your life and if it's not then then yeah like it's not it's not worth having so that side of it um yeah, being able to work for myself as well is amazing. What about living in regional um, Queensland? How do you, how is it different to how we explain it being city uh, folk? One word, ladies, IKEA or their <laughs> lack of. So, <laughs> no, so I found a way of doing um, of professional organising as opposed to maybe someone who lives in the city is I've become a lot more resourceful. Um, because we have very, very, very little shops, um, like, you know, not many shops in Claremont. Um, and our closest container shop, I suppose, would be Emerald, which is an hour's drive, like 100 k's away. 
Um, and that would be like rejection of w, um, big dub, that sort of stuff. So what I tend to do with my clients is we use what they've already got and we set up the systems um, with what they've already got. Like we'll declutter their, their container cupboard in their kitchen. And then when we finish that, we might go do their bathroom, but the containers that they decluttered out of the kitchen, we'll use them in the bathroom. Um, so reuse a lot of stuff. And, and I always tell like my clients are like, oh, where do you, do you want me to go buy some things before I come in? And I'm like, no, 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 please don't because we might not even need them. Um, so yeah, so we set up that system. <laughs> we set up those systems um, with, you know, the, the reuse stuff. And I say to people like, look, just live with this system for a couple of weeks, a month, however it is until you figure out and you can change it. Like, you know, you can move things around if it's not perfect because, you know, I'm not them, but I do what um, or I think would work. Um, and if it means putting a, the sugar container on a level underneath instead of where I put it, well, then do that. But then those containers, if they want to make it pretty later on, they know how many they need. They know how big they need them. And they can go, you know, order them online, like, you know, online shopping's big in regional areas because, it is a hundred Ks to the nearest shop or things like that. Or when they go to Mackay next, which is three hours away, they're like, Oh sweet. I've got my list of containers that I'd really like for my linen cupboard. Then they go and get it. But going and getting that first just doesn't make sense because you could declutter half your towels and you've got containers for all these towels that you're not actually going to use. And that's just money, money wasted too. So. Jess, are there any op shops in town? Yes, there is. Um, there's a few. There's a few local ones with churches. Um, there's also an amazing little op shop, um, St. Vincent, St. Vincent de Paul at St. Vinny's here, and they know me quite well now. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they're only open two days a week, so when they open up on the Tuesday morning or the Friday morning, there's a stash of stuff in the secret spot out the back that they've let me know about because I think they were a bit sick of having to um, empty the front bin. So one of the ladies there was like, this is how we go around the back <laughs> the so, yeah so they've flourished since my business started um and I've noticed oh this might just be me but I've noticed in the last year since I've started my page and since I've started my um manage mayhem professional organizer community that a lot of people are decluttering and it's really starting to take a hold and people are like sending me messages like you know thank you. You've helped me get into my bedroom or they send me a photo like, Oh, what should I do here? And, and it's just like the Vinnies of every time I go now, there's like an extra bit of a pile. Like that's not just the stuff that I'm putting there from clients. It's um, yeah. Like it's really starting to pick up. And I also donate to the daycare and kindy here. So every time I do a kitchen, the, you know, spatulas and wooden spoons and pots and pans and containers I actually take down to the kindy and they use it in the toddy's room or the baby's room or the pre-kindy and they use them in the sandpit and it saves them having to buy more resources. So they get the second life and the kids love it. Oh, and cows and that go to the vets. That's like my standard rule. <laughs> That's so good though because in Melbourne we can do that but you're getting creative to what your town needs and what your town has and I think to all our regional listeners, like it doesn't mean everything has to go to the dump. There are actually places in your town, even if your town is really small, that can repurpose and reuse some of the items. Some of them do need to go in the junk and that's okay. (laughs) 
But there are some items that can be reused and given a second life. Yeah, I just did a linen cupboard the other day and I got three black garbage bags of donations and all that stuff was, you know, like it might have might not have suited a bed, but it um like it had towels and blankets and doona covers and stuff. So I took them all down to our vet and said, would you guys like these? And they were like, yep, we'll take them. So, you know, like that's, and because our vinnies have kind of overstocked at the moment, especially after COVID. So I was like, you guys take them. And, you know, it just helps out those communities. And, and Claremont is a very tight-knit community, like in the way that if something, you know, someone has, been, has some hardships, we all rally together and help each other. So, you know, if I can help a couple of businesses out, then, you know, if something happens, I can, I can get help one day too, hopefully. So. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I loved it how we at the Art of Decluttering got an inquiry um, a, a couple of years ago and they were like, I'm in regional Queensland in Claremont. And I was like, um, I actually know a professional organiser. Can I refer you to her? <laughs> so that was like so amazing to me. Like I literally had my mind blown that day that I was like, actually, I know like she's like, oh, I live in a small town. And I'm like, okay, tell me the town. She's like, Claremont. And I was like, no way because <laughs> one of our friends has just started a business there. So here is some work, Jess. <laughs> I went and did um, my first session. I contacted that lady and I ended up doing her entire house and her um, and her office in town. She lived out of town and she's okay with me talking about this. Um, but, yeah, and she was like this, a working mum, very smart, very capable woman and is very organised. Like she's like I walked in I was like, are you sure you need me? Um, but it was, it was just that time, like she worked Monday to Friday long hours um and it was just having that time efficiency being able to get in get a room done in a few hours and out like that's that's the beauty of it like you can plug away at yourself and it might take you <clears throat> might take you days or weeks whereas a professional organizer can come in and we can have it rolled in four or five hours or less sort of thing so yeah she was amazing that lady 
Um, just our, we recently did mental health first aid training with our teams at the yes, Art of Decluttering and um, you came and did the training with us. What do you think of the benefit of that ongoing training as a professional organiser and what does that look like for you? Oh, it's, it's invaluable. Like if I'm going to say now, like if anyone ever gets the chance to do mental health first aid, do it. Like if it's able to be around, absolutely sign up for it. Um, Claremont's really trying to um, be involved in that. There's campaigns in that like locally that um, like suicide prevention um, committee is up. It's called Real Mates Talk. Um, and it's, yeah, having breaking that stigma down. But also the first aid, uh, mental health first aid really helps, especially me with my clients, like being able to notice when someone um, might be a bit down. And a lot of the times my clients are down because, you know, they've, had this room at the back of their mind or the front of their mind or they're living in it for such a long time and it can be very daunting so being able to pick up on that um, and help them and more point them in the right direction so we have our um, we do our session a lot of times that actually helps itself like not it'll help them mentally um, because that burden of that room or that subconscious is, is um is alleviated to a point but then being able to say to them, look, this, you can actually get help. There's, this isn't the end of it. Like you can, you can go to your GP or you can go to, you know, Lifeline or Beyond Blue, like all these different places um, and actually get help. And there's some really great help out there. Um, and it's not, yeah, you're not alone, I think, is what you're trying to get through to people. But having the wording of it, being able to word it, being able to learn how to not um, – be nervous in that sort of uh, environment. Like if, you know, if someone was in a very, very dark place, um, it's being able to take control of that situation, but in a way that doesn't make them, um, you know, too vulnerable. Um, and there is a, an art to it, but there's there's certain ways that definitely help. Like, so being able to do that, it just made the world a difference. And I've used it um, not in a crisis situation, but being able to help quite a few clients um, with that along the way since doing it. And I'm so grateful for you guys getting me into that. What is the most challenging um, aspect of being a professional organiser in regional Queensland? Uh, it would actually be education about professional organising. Most of Claremont didn't even know what a professional organiser was. Most of Australia as well. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... It's educating them that um, about what we do, and I think the fact that they're like, "Oh, but I can do that at home." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. You can also cut your own hair. Do it makes a difference." So, um, you know, you can, um, you know, the services that you can do on your own, and it, and it absolutely is like you can do it. And I do give those tips and tricks out on Facebook, and we do help as much as we can, so that because not everyone might be able to get a professional organizer in. But I mean, if if it helps someone go from and yelling at their kids like it helped me like having you guys not in my home but being able to um video chat with you guys and it's it really helps and I think like having any professional in to help you you know it's it's done quicker and more efficiently you get an outsider's perspective on it I think I'm um, just educating people on that um but yeah no I love it and the community is really like Claremont's really taken to it which is fantastic so yeah 
I get hit up down the street. They're like, oh, you're that, you do professional organizing, hey? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's right. You go into people's houses and chuck out all their stuff. And I was like, no. <laughs> not quite like that, but yes, like that. Quite, not quite, yeah. Jess, what's it like for your kids? Have you seen them change the way that they deal with their own things? And with Addie, as oh, she's yeah. kind of grown up in a changed house, really, because you changed before she was born. Is it different for her than it was for the boys? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, she's only two, but just growing up without that clutter, like, I mean, my house is not perfect whatsoever. Like, I still have days where we're like, right, kids on Sunday, we have to get in English. But, yeah, it's a difference and fun with my kids. They're more willing to help out. They're more willing to do stuff. They actually quite often, um, my oldest boy who's 10, he'll actually quite often get in and just declutter his own room and totally do it from head to toe and knows how to do it but that didn't happen overnight and it's taken years of learning and being patient and stepping him through how to do that and like my six-year-old is is doing the same he's getting there but I think that's just an age thing and and they're such different kids but um, my son's actually told me quite often like we'll be doing the lounge room again or whatever and he says oh mum I think we'd be better placed over here in this system in this container and he's actually showing traits of like what I do and he's like oh I'm doing what you do hey mum and I was like yeah yeah buddy and so I've, I've um Jade I'm gonna take him on jobs with me when he's a bit older so <laughs> totally creating a Claremont dynasty yes yes that's the plan um <laughs> but yeah just <laughs> when we moved to our current house we were only meant to be in it for three months so we left a lot of our stuff in a in a shipping container because we knew we were going to move quite quickly um but we've ended up staying there for nearly a year and we lived off the stuff that we took for three months so I've actually I've decluttered and decluttered and decluttered my house probably about six or seven times now um since 2017 so and we only went out to get the stuff out of the chimney that we actually really needed so Addie's kind of grown up with not a lot of toys not a lot of um stuff really and is a flourishing little two-year-old and is very inventive, very curious and, and lovely. And, and I love that side of it where she's not bombarded with just stuff. Like she's really like, and the kids are flourishing too, like even with moving schools and stuff. So my husband's noticed a big difference in it too. No, he, um, he's noticed a big difference um, in myself and how, I carry my household because when I was younger, like I had my son when I was 19 and jumping straight into that as a 19 year old and, you know, just moving out of home when I was 18, I didn't really know how to run a household. And there was a lot of, um, a lot of tension around that sort of thing, being able to manage everything. And like, I went back to work when he was 12 months old and that's it. So it was very hard in the beginning, um, of our relationship and of our, of, of parenthood, and the difference in it now is huge. Like, yeah, like it's just our relationship's better. Um, my parenting's better. His parenting's better. It's We work as a team a lot more. Like he, I'm very fortunate. Harley is just an amazing man and he's never made me feel bad for it. He's just, um, he just picked me up and, and, you know, when I was struggling when we were younger and even when I struggle now sometimes, He's there for me and then he always checks in with me with my mental health and that sort of thing because um, back in 2014, just after my second son was born, we moved up to Mount Isa from Claremont 
and it was very quick, very quick decision for work. Um, and I ended up with situational depression. And so going through that and that's kind of where it all started was um, I got very, very dark place with that. Um, and I went, ended up getting, going to the GP and getting a mental health plan and then seeing a psychologist um, for like 10 sessions. And we worked out like what was at the root of this situational depression. And a lot of it was how I felt about our house and how I felt about how I kept it, um, which I look back now, it wasn't too bad. It was just the clutter. Um, and it wasn't even a huge amount of clutter. It was just overwhelming. Yeah, so working through that and, you know, Harley really realises that and he, he helped me through it and he just was patient and let me work it out on my own because sometimes I can't be told. <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, being able to work through that and he's always checking in with me and he'd always, you know, if there's dishes in the sink and I'm having a bit of an off day, he'll just go and do them. And it's not hard because there's not a lot there's not a lot of stuff and he knows where everything gets put away. And so do my kids, like my kids know where everything is in the kitchen and they know like they can go get themselves food and lots of stuff because they know where everything is. And it's that having that home for everything and making it smart for our situation. Like when our little boys were little, things were different to when they are now, like when they're bigger and changing that and, you know, going over things every six months is really readjusting things for what our lifestyle is because it's going to be different in another few years when our kids are older um, and you know, another 20 years when they're allowed at home. Like as the systems are allowed to change, things are allowed to change. And that's, yeah, I think you don't just stick with one because then it won't work in another couple of years when things have changed and you're frustrated again. So, yeah, that's what I said to my clients, like just revise things every now and then. You're so wise. <laughs> I'm not giving away too much, am I? <laughs> Everything's worth giving away when it helps other people live in freedom, Jess. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I actually quite, I share my story quite often um, because I'm like, it is, a, it's that stigma around mental health. And if I don't have the stigma around it and I'm quite open to share it because it's so common. And if I can say, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel, I didn't used to be able to see it, but now I can and I've, I've reached it and, you know, I'm still on that journey. So if I can help someone through to that light, then I'm good. That's that's my job done. So, <laughs> Thank you for sharing so vulnerably. I know our community will really um, appreciate that and resound with that. I would love to know as a relatively new professional organiser in the last 18 months, what advice would you give to others who are wanting to start out in our profession but kind of don't know where to start? They might listen to our podcast, but that's all they've done so far and they don't know what next. I would highly recommend doing the Head, Heart and Home course. Um, it is a bit of an investment, but it is an investment well worth it. It um, set me up for everything that I do now. Um, and then really following on and, you know, ask family members or friends or see if you can do some free jobs for them. Just get a feel of it because you might think you might want to do it and then you get, you know, a couple of jobs in, a couple of hours into a job and you're like, oh, nope, this is not it. Um and trust me, it's a lot easier to find that out earlier on than later after you've set everything up. So, yeah, try and do those few jobs and then, yeah, ask for help from other professional organisers or just put it out there, put the word out there and see how you go. Be confident in what you do. Be open to failure. Be open to making mistakes. 
um, but grow from them and learn and just research, get on to like, you know, you guys, like I did video chats with you guys for quite a few months and ask questions and ask questions and learn and really tried to absorb as much as I can. So, um, and be open to the fact that you, you might not be flat out every single day. Um, it ebbs and flows this trait, like this job, it, you know, you'd be really busy for a couple of months and then you might not, but that's okay. And I, I've learned to incorporate that into my life now. Um, but yeah, just be prepared to hold a lot of mental space for people. Um, if you're not a people person, this might not be the job for you, but if you are, and this is really what you, um, this, what you want to do, then yeah, give it a red hot crack and just go out there and do a few jobs for nothing for a bit. Um, and then yeah, get help as much as you can. Try not to do it on your own. It's too hard. Jess, I literally could sit and listen to you all day talk about anything because you've just got the biggest heart for people and you're so, I just love, love, love watching <laughs> you be vulnerable and brave in the same breath. Like I love how much you share in our head, heart and home community and in our bigger art of decluttering community and in your own community as well. Like you're building such a beautiful business and you're building such a beautiful profile as a professional organizer. It has been like a joy for Amy and I to watch you, um, blossom and grow in your business and it's I just thank you I just think you're the bee's knees and (laughs) I really wish that you would move to Sydney so that you could work with us (laughs) I've thought about it a couple of times but I really love where we live so yeah good and I'm really glad that you're serving your community and serving regional Queensland because they need it and um we we just will always be your champions and always be cheering you on because you're just a delight and so we're so thankful that you spent the time today chatting to us Oh, thank you, ladies. We have a review that we're going to, um, we're not going to read it out. We're actually going to get Jess to read out this review because, you know, why not? We want to hear more from Jess. So this one was left on the Facebook page by Jessica Fortuna Winnell. Um, she recommends The Art of Decluttering because this is her review. It says, wow, I have just finished listening to the ADHD episode and it was amazing. Thank you so much for talking about this topic and creating awareness and understanding around ADHD. Absolutely loved every minute of it. And I loved all the ideas that gave me on how to manage a household better. I must listen. I must listen for anyone who suspects they have ADHD. Thank you. Thanks, Jess. (laughs) And I just wanted to say that Jess, the lady who wrote that review, has actually appeared on another one of our podcasts on autism. Um, So closely related as well. She is a fantastic, um, it's a fantastic episode with lots of um, good recommendations as well. So yay. Listeners, I want you to think of your favourite colour. Think of it in your mind. Think of it, think of it. And if it's green, you are a winner. Today you get to leave us a review for our podcast. If green was the colour that you were thinking of, we want you to jump into your podcast app on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or just come over to our Facebook page and leave us a five-star review if you love the podcast. It helps us to reach more people. Um, Green is my favourite colour, but I won't leave us a review because that would be weird. 
Yes. And, you know, if you're so inspired and you and it wasn't green, you're always welcome to leave a podcast review. Please too. do. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again, Jess. And um, we can't wait for you listeners to um, be back with us next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.